When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Welcome in to Purple Daily here. We're going to dive into another tale of the tape as we uh, we size up the Vikings versus some of the other NFC contenders. But let's talk about Federated for just a brief moment. Thank you to Federated for helping power Purple Daily and uh, and other things within the Score North umbrella. Federated is here to help business owners in the Twin Cities. Crazy last three months with everything going on, and it just helps to have that peace of mind and that frontline protection of Federated Insurance. You can go to federatedinsurance.com to get a full list of trusted resources you may need for your business can also get a hold of your marketing representative too and have an actual conversation at federated mutual insurance company it's our business to protect yours and gentlemen phil Mackey, judd zolgad declan goff producing as we continue through our tale of the tape series here looking at the teams in the nfc north and also other teams around the nfc and maybe even before it's all said and done teams in the afc that the vikings might run into in their Whoa. journey just saying, just saying. Oh, are you getting cocky Mackey. just saying I uh, need to see a little bit more from uh, from that defense and see what happens with Dalvin Cook. But Patriots t- today's I don't know. I was kidding. Chiefs, I was joking. I go Vikings. Sure. Uh, tale of the tape today: Vikings or Packers? And we're going to go through a few different categories and eventually get to a total team. Which one would you take? But let's start with quarterback tale of the tape: Kirk Cousins or Aaron Rodgers? Go, Denzel again. Aaron Rodgers. Not by as much as I would have said in a slam dunk about three years back. Uh, but if I have a choice of those two quarterbacks and I have um, and and I give Aaron an offense that I'm confident in, which I'm not sure receiver wise that he's there with uh, what's going to be the Packers offense in 2020. I am going to go with Aaron over Kirk still. That's that's the one quarterback in this division that I can confidently say. I, I still think. He's not the quarterback that he was previously. I still think right now it'd be unfair not to call him the best quarterback in the division. Okay. Declan? As uh, our old friend Matthew Collar used to call Aaron Rodgers, Washi McWasherson, I am taking Kirk Cousins over Aaron Rodgers. And a a year ago, I would have said Rodgers in a slam dunk. It's not even close. Um, I don't know what Green Bay is doing. Judd brings up a good point. If you put Rodgers in the right system, it's without a doubt still Aaron Rodgers over Kirk Cousins. But I, I look at the I look at the Packers offense and I really don't understand what they're doing with Aaron Lazard being their number one option. I do think Aaron Jones is a capable back. We'll get into that later. But if you're just looking at sizing up the quarterbacks, I do think I would take Kirk Cousins 
over Aaron Rodgers, especially after what Kirk did last year. So I am not ready to go that far. I'm 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 taking Aaron Rodgers, and I get it. Like you look at some of the different. Let's start with Pro Football Focus. Okay, they graded quarterbacks in this order last year. Ryan Tannehill was number one, which is a little suspicious. He had a great year, but like he ain't the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I trust PFF, <laughs> but I would almost I would almost look at that and say, all right, let's go. Let's go back and rewatch those games and just see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, Kirk Cousins was fourth. Aaron Rodgers was 11th. And that also includes like Taysom Hill only threw a few passes. So Aaron, if you take away the guys who uh, didn't who didn't qualify for like a passing uh, title or whatever, Rodgers is like ninth or 10th in the NFL behind Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford and Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. So there are you know, there are credible measurements that will tell you that just based on the film, Kirk Cousins had a better season last year than Aaron Rodgers. I'm still taking, like, if you're telling me, all right, man, uh, your livelihood is on the line right. and you have to pick one quarterback for, yeah. for, for right now, tomorrow, it's Aaron Rodgers for me still. Uh, the other thing about Rodgers, too, is he has only thrown a maximum of eight interceptions in any single season going back to 2010. Here are his interception totals. Six, eight, six, five, eight, seven, six, two, and four. Uh, now, in some of those years, you get the upside of 40 touchdown passes with like five interceptions. Mm-hmm. The last couple of years, my criticism would be I think Aaron Rodgers has become more obsessed with not throwing an interception than he is with doing something Brett Favre like at, at the top. So, my, my main criticism would be yes, like he's great at not giving away games, but yep. is he too obsessed with not throwing interceptions is, to where he's not making throws that he should make? Is that because in his old age, Rodgers has become more conservative, or is that because his receivers aren't as good and he knows it and he doesn't trust them like, like he did um, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, those guys? Because I, I think it might be a combination. Again, I would be, I'd be very curious what would happen happen with him if you gave him three receivers or even two that he could completely trust. I mean, I, it, I think he's become concerned about screw ups by them, and I guess I can't blame. But him. are we just like, are we out on Devonte? Ad- Devonte Adams has become one no, of the best receivers the one. in the NFL too. He is very good, but I'm he's the one, right? He, he, I, I just think if you have if you have a Devonte Adams on Tom Brady had nothing like Julian yeah. Edelman is is a is a slot you know eight yard route receiver. Aaron Rodgers had Jimmy Graham, damn it. Who was only <laughs> seven years old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. So, so all right. So, Judd and I go Aaron Rodgers, yeah. and Declan goes with with Kirk Cousins. And 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 just to wrap the, the this part of the tale of the tape, the the fact that it is not absurd to suggest Kirk Cousins in 2020 kind of shows you where Kirk Cousins had his best season ever, maybe last year, and Aaron Rodgers had a good season, but not what we've seen five years ago. So, it's not totally absurd. Mm-hmm. All right, tale of the tape, head coach. Matt LaFleur or Mike Zimmer? Who are you taking? Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer. Um, LaFleur is a year in. I still don't know. You know, I, I get very nervous might not be the right word. I get very suspicious of, of you know, this is a great young coach and he's great. I got a great offensive yeah. mind. I mean, which might all be true. He I would, don't know. He's friends with Sean McVay yeah. on Facebook. But if you But if you come to me right now and say, give me a coach to coach these players up for one game. I'm not going LaFleur first. So I go Zim, partially in LaFleur's defense. I go Zim because of the unknown still. I need to see at least two years, if not a bit more, of Matt LaFleur. 
Yeah, I think Mike Zimmer's a phenomenal coach. Um, probably the best in the division, obviously. And Matt LaFleur has potential, obviously, to enter the reins as one of the league's best coaches. I think he did a pretty solid job last year, but he wasn't far he was far from perfect too. So he has potential to rise, but if you're asking me right now, it's it's still Mike Zimmer. How over Matt dare LaFleur. you dump on Matt Patricia? Oh yeah. Did you sit up straight a little yeah, bit? Yeah, sit so up straight sit up straight. Hold on. The process. <laughs> Good point. Sorry, I wasn't sitting up straight. When a man who looks like he's uh, now eating let's go outside and practice for an indoor can. game. Yeah. It, it's only uh, December. So Matt Lafleur, a little known fact about Matt Lafleur, he was actually assigned uh, when he was with the Washington Redskins between 2010 and 13 as the quarterbacks coach. One his one of his main responsibilities was to help mentor a young Kirk Cousins okay. and RG three. So there is a Kirk Cousins connection with Lafleur. The answer is Mike Zimmer. He's the better, more established coach right now. And obviously, Lafleur deserves a ton of credit for helping coach a thirteen and three Packers team. We knock on the Packers because they just got smoked by the Forty ers and they just like they look like a fraudulent thirteen and three team. And so, well, we can definitely say, right. yeah, that was that was smoke and mirrors. They weren't thirteen and three good. Well, the fact that Matt Lafleur helped create smoke and mirrors to lead them to a thirteen and three record mm-hmm. means that he's one to watch here. Uh, but I think I keep going back to. All right, Aaron Rodgers deserves the most credit of pretty much anyone in Green Bay, right? Like he's just one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And would would Matt LaFleur have this job if he wasn't associated with Sean McVay in Los Angeles in 2017? He was the offensive coordinator That's a list under of Sean guys, McVay. Phil. Great question. That's an entire list so, of guys, the Bengals coach, the Packers coach. So I think, yeah, I think he deserve I think listen, LaFleur is a good head coach and I think he's going to wind up Probably proving that uh, that he is a good hire in Green Bay, but a lot of a lot of the the hype surrounding him is because he was, you know, standing next to Sean McVay in team meetings. And, Did you and absorb such. what he said? Mike Zimmer has a track record of being yeah. a really good defensive coach. So all right, so we all agree there. Um, Mike Zimmer, do we all agree on Mike Zimmer? Yes. yes. Okay. Yep. Total offense, tail of the tape, Vikings or Packers? I'm going to okay. So so here's the curveball. I would take the Packers' offensive line over the Vikings. Left tackle is superior. They give me back to Yari. Yes. Yeah. So, so this, so this does give me cause to pause and think about it. But if we're talking about skill position on offense, Packers have a very good running back. I think the Vikings is better. Um, I, I think the Vikings still have a better, I think, array of receivers. I like the Vikings tight end, starting with Irv Smith Jr. This is a very close call, uh, and, and I don't mean for it to come off as a homer call, but I'm going to go Vikings here more so based on total skill position players. Very close, though. Okay. I, I think it's incredibly close. Uh, I give the offensive line definitely the advantage of the Packers. I don't think Aaron Jones is that far off from being Dalvin Cook. I think Aaron Jones is a really, really good running back, and that's someone who loves to poo-poo on the Packers and, and, and throw a bunch of stuff at him. But I think Aaron Jones is just as good as Dalvin Cook. So I'd say that's wow. honestly a push. I really do. I think he's just as good as Dalvin Cook. He's mostly shown he can stay healthy. He's been involved in the passing game. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of him. Um, the receivers, again, are basically dead even. You have Devontae Adams on the Packers side. You have Adam Thielen on the Vikings. And then everyone else, it's pretty much the same. Um, I would say I'd probably lean Vikings, but it's like, no joke, 51-49. Like, it is as close as it gets. I think these offenses are very, very similar. Aaron Jones is really good. I, I, I'm All right, let's just go through them here. I, I, I take Aaron Rodgers over Kirk Cousins. I take the Packers offensive line over the Vikings offensive line. But you'll take Dalvin Cook. I take Dalvin Cook over Aaron uh, 
Jones. Uh, Jones. Yep. But the quarterback and the offensive line are the two most important things. And if I'm giving those two grades to the Packers, if Adam Thielen and Devonte Adams kind of cancel out, what do the Vikings have? The Vikings lost Stefan. Now you could say the Vikings lost Stefan Diggs, but added a first well, round high talent receiver. The Packers did nothing exactly. to help their passing game in the draft. And also keep in mind, the Vikings offensive line is actually fine at run blocking. Sure. So if the pass protection with Cleveland possibly playing now uh, goes up a tick. So the the Vikings offensive line and protecting Cousins to me has not been sufficient, but they actually did come up with a scheme that could run block in 2019. Yeah, the just in terms of of offensive line tail of the tape on the pass blocking side, the Green Bay Packers were ranked fourth, according to pro football focus in pass protection behind just Baltimore, uh, New Orleans and Philadelphia. But I give the edge offensively to Rodgers, Packers offensive line, Mm -hmm. wide receivers. Let's just say it's kind of a wash because both have a number one and then some question marks behind it. I take the Vikings running back over the Packers running back. Tight ends. Vikings tight end set, but I think because offensive line and quarterback are more important, I give the slight edge to the Packers offensively. But then I guess the other layer on top of this is Gary Kubiak's scheme. Right. Getting everything to play together and... Um, if a running back goes down, Vikings have Alex Madison. So, but again, I'm going to give like a 52-48. I'm going to cut the pie in half and give 52 percent of it to the Packers. And once Jordan Love starts, it's all over for, for the Vikings because yeah. he'll be outstanding because he'll fit in perfectly with the Lafleur scheme. Yeah, it's going to be great. 20 years of more quarterback dominance. And that's when we. And that's when Aaron will be playing for the Vikings. That's going to be so much fun when Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. 2023. Oh. It has 39-year-old to, It Rogers. does have to happen, right? Yes. It's 100% happening. Yes. All right. Total <laughs> defense. Tail of the tape. Vikings or Packers? I'm going to go Vikings. Now, the cornerbacks, they concern me now here. Um, previously, I think I would have I think I would have gone with the Vikings even quicker. Uh, but the Vikings still have Hunter. They still have Kendricks. Barr is not a bad player. I don't. I don't. Don't think he's as effective as we thought he might be by this point in his career. But that does not make him a bad player. The Vikings uh, have two outstanding safeties. I think if I had to take a defense, I like. I like enough of how the Vikings defense is built that I'm still going to take them. I think both Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith probably do have an advantage over the Vikings defensive line right now. Even and that's with Minnesota having Daniel Hunter. I think in general. The Packers have a better front up four to get to the quarterback than the Vikings do right now. But yeah. as Judd points out, I think there's too many good personnel like Harrison Smith and Anthony Harris and Eric Hendricks. And you have a defensive-minded head coach who can scheme around things. Let's not forget that the Vikings, who defense took a little bit of a step back last year, they were still fifth in points allowed. So they were still a pretty good defense. So until then, I'm going to have to lean Vikings on it. So the Packers started the year off. The narrative was, wow, the defense is fixed. Right. This is it. And the Packers did have a really good start to the year defensively last year. Uh, but then they tailed off, and they actually wound up bottom 10 in terms of yards per play allowed. They, they, the Packers' defense allowed almost six yards per play last year. They couldn't stop the run. They were just a sieve when stopping the run. The one thing I will say about the Packers, and, and you guys kind of alluded to it, they do have a very good pass rush, and Zadarius Smith led the NFL in pressures last year, just ahead of Daniil Hunter, who was number two on that list. So they... You could say that the Packers do have someone to maybe help cancel out Daniil Hunter in this tale of the tape, but I'm still going to trust those pillar players that Declan mentioned at every level of the Vikings defense, and I give a slight edge, maybe a little bit more than a slight edge, 
I give the Packers a very slight edge offensively. I give the Vikings a slight, a little bit more of an edge defensively in this one, which brings us to total team. Just quickly, if if I if I could peel one player off the Packer defense and take him, Kenny Clark. Okay. Interior pressure. I'll, six I'll sacks. take Darius Smith and yeah. just put him on the other side. But Same. dude, I got twelve. I got twelve sacks <laughs> over the past two years from a defensive tackle. Yeah. The the exact type of interior push that I think drives teams crazy in two thousand twenty. So uh, which team gets your tail of the tape advantage here? Overall team, well, Packers I or Vikings? Just went complete homer with the Vikings, and and I do agree with both of you guys and Declan saying that the offense is incredibly close. Um, I guess I I have to go Vikings. I base I went with the Vikings for everything in tail of the tape, and I don't think that the edges are are mammoth, but if you were to give me an organization right now. And and the quarterback, I still think, is good, but he is definitely closer to the end of his career than the start. I'm probably going Vikings just for the pieces that I could take from that team. Uh, so to be clear, this is incredibly close. That This is not a Vikings by a mile, but tail of the tape team-wise, I would go Vikings. Yeah, I'm absolutely sort of surprised with. I, I would go Vikes, too. I think just what they were able to do in the draft and... I think their trajectory is more sustainable than what the Packers have been doing. I think Aaron Rodgers is getting old. They didn't address the weapons. There's some friction there that people, some think they'd smoke or, or fire. I'm going to have to give the Vikings. I think there's more stability there, and they, I think they have a better chance to win the division than Green Bay. All right, I'm going slight-edge Packers. Okay. I'm going to make the Vikings prove it in 2020. Maybe they do in Week 1, and I can change my answer. Ba, da, 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 da. Uh, I'm not wearing the full-on cheese head here, not but yet, as long as they've got Aaron Rodgers and like we can sit here and 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 we can bash them for being a fraudulent thirteen and three team, but ultimately one of these teams squeezed more toothpaste out of the tube than the other, and that would have been the Green Bay Packers last year. The lo- the loss that the Vikings suffered here uh, to the Packers in December did bother me because it was an ass kicking. Mm-hmm. Like that was not a that was basically Green Bay taking o- over. And dominating that game at times, so if I was to lean towards what Phil is saying, that game definitely would influence me. But I gotta agree with Declan. I sense a little acrimony in Green Bay. I sense it's not all gonna be real smooth, and I think the quarterback thing is not going to go well. And I'm just very curious to, to see how a second year head coach is going to sort of keep things together in the face of that. Yeah, how you can sit there with one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time and not give him a weapon in the first round, but instead try to find his replacement by stretching to draft that player is beyond me. But hey, if you're a Vikings fan, oh, you love it. Good news. The Packers did nothing in the first round. Thank you. So, all right, that's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily. Please give us a five-star rating and a positive review if you could. Go Lions. On Apple Stop. Mute his microphone. Lions of the edge. <laughs> we'll do that one at some point here. <laughs> Vikings or Lions. And uh, we'll also do Viking Saints and some other tales of the tape. See you next time. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup. So you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.